Happy Friday. We are a day away from the undefeated Buckeyes taking on the undefeated Maryland Terrapins, who will not lay down and let the Bucks walk all over him. I, in fact, expect a tight contest, at least early. But there are other, more important things to talk about, and we'll get to those throughout the show. By the way, I'm Jack Windsor, Editor-in-Chief of The Ohio Press Network. You can read our stuff at theohiopressnetwork.com. I'm filling in for the Bruce Hooley. Bruce, we love you. We are praying for your full recovery. We expect you to be back in this chair soon, behind this microphone, delivering the unheralded commentary and uh, delighting listeners. It's Freestyle Friday, which means exactly what it sounds like. We're going to freestyle. We're going to mix it up. So the phone lines are open, 844-825-5989. That's 844-TALK-989. What's on your mind? Maybe it's issue one. Maybe you want to talk about school board races in your area. Whatever it is, let your voice be heard. Speaking of making your voice heard, today at the Ohio State House is the second ever March for Life, sponsored by Ohio Right to Life, Center for Christian Virtue, and of course covered by Salem Media. Our own Bob Bernie is downtown. He attended the pastor's breakfast this morning and called me just a little bit ago and gave us a pulse on the goings-on at the march. This was recorded around 1030, and here it is. Well, today is October 6th, and it's Friday, and you know what that means. That means that uh, Ohio Right to Life and the statewide March for Life is going on downtown Columbus at the State House. This is a big deal, particularly when you consider we have Ohio Issue 1 on the ballot, and we'll talk about the interwoven connectivity of, of life and why that matters regarding that issue but I don't want to uh, delay any more. I want to bring onto the line, you know him well, Bob Bernie. You're downtown. Uh, welcome to the Bruce Woolley Show. How are you doing today, Bob? Hey, Jack. I am doing well. And yes, I am at the Walk for Life on the uh, on the west side of the state house, and I am in the midst of uh, right now. I would estimate a few thousand wow. uh, when we first. Uh, we had a breakfast, pastor's breakfast, with Alistair Begg a little earlier, packed out. Uh, then came up to the uh, lawn on the west side of the state house, and I would say uh, 30 minutes ago it was just a couple of hundred. But buses are pulling up from all over the state. Uh, the individuals are coming, and I would—I'm uh, a really bad estimator, but I would say there's probably. At least two thousand now. Wow! Uh, there, there is a worship service, a worship band up on the stage at the state house, and there is a steady, and I mean a steady stream of people coming and joining. The actual walk will begin. Uh, I think it's about eleven a.m. But there's Excellent. an enormous amount of enthusiasm and just determination. Jack, to stand for life. And of course, issue one is right at the forefront of everyone. So uh, anyway, it's, it's really exciting, uh, but it's, uh, it's sobering as well as we think about what could happen if issue one does pass here in Ohio. The right to life effort over the decades has worked extremely hard to get us where we are today, and that was uh, the Supreme so Court true. of the United States saying, this is a state's right issue. Well, it is. 
and we wanted what we wanted and we got what we wanted. And now we are in that position, Bob, where uh, in November we're going to decide where do we stand with respect to abortion. And I know this might be a little bit outside the realm of what you expected to talk about today, but I want you to remind our listeners, as somebody who has a pulse on the life movement in the state of Ohio, one of the things we're hearing about issue one is that, hey, you know what? It just codifies Roe v. Wade. It just protects women's health. Remind our listeners what issue one really is and what is at stake. Well, of course, it's about abortion. Uh, Issue one is worded so vaguely on the ballot and as the initiative, as the amendment actually reads, that uh, abortion would be allowed up to the day of birth. But then also parental rights, Jack, a, uh, a minor If issue one passes, a minor can get an abortion without parents or legal guardians even knowing about it. And the whole parental right issue goes far, far, far beyond abortion as well. And I think I think the saddest thing is that the the misrepresentation and outright lies that are coming out about issue one that it does not allow abortion up to the day of birth, uh, which is just a sad distortion of, of, of what it's all about. So, yes, it's about abortion, but it's also about parental rights. Uh, and I don't, think, I don't think people really know and understand what's in the amendment. That's why we've got to get out and tell the truth. We don't need to lie and distort. We simply need to tell the truth. And I think most reasonable per people, even people who are pro-abortion, yep. uh, the overwhelming majority of Ohioans as well as Americans do not support le- late-term abortion. But they don't understand what's in the amendment. So we've got to speak up and get the truth out. That's all we need to do is tell the truth, and I think we will prevail. I have made no bones about saying this. Issue one will allow abortion up to birth for matters of convenience. Why? Because the word health is in the proposal. Health can include emotional, mental, physical. And guess what? There is already case law that supports that. And when you turn over the power to abort to abortion doctors, not just OBGYNs, there's the door. Now, I want to read this to you. Uh, Yesterday, Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost came out, and I'm going to cover this later on the show. He issued an opinion on issue one and then, of course, issue two. And one of the things that he said was, yes, I hear you people who are saying that issue one doesn't explicitly mention these things. But he said, however, the parental consent statute would certainly be challenged on the basis that issue one gives abortion rights to any, quote, pregnant individual, not just a woman. So there's the door through which uh, they're walking to strip away parental rights. So this is indeed abortion on demand for matters of convenience and stripping of parental rights. And so what you're doing down there today is uber important. By the way, I'm on the phone with Bob Bernie. He is at the Ohio March for Life at the State House. And Bob, uh, there's a walk there today. Uh, what else is going on? And uh, would you encourage our listeners to get down and support? Well, the walk begins at 11. Uh, basically, all of the activities down here will be done at 1 o'clock. Uh, then there are several focus meetings happening in uh, different facilities around the state house. But uh, the march begins at uh, 11. 
Uh, it's planned to take about uh, an hour. Uh, I would say in about 30 minutes, they're going to have some major speakers. Uh, J.D. Vance is going to be here as uh, one of the speakers. The uh, president of uh, Ohio Right to Life will be speaking. John Houston will be here speaking. Aaron Baer, the president of Citizens for Community Values. Uh, a full slate of pro-life speakers will be on the stage Um and yes, if you can get down here, please do. Support life, stand up. Uh, this is incredible, Jack, to watch the buses pulling up out on High Street. There's two more buses that just pulled up, filled with people, people coming this way. And the crowd is just growing exponentially, which is, which is really exciting. Yeah, you mentioned there were maybe a couple of hundred. Uh, tell our listeners again. How many people do you think are there already? And it's only 1030. Uh, officially, this does not get underway until 11. How many people do you think are there, Bob? Oh, my goodness. I'm terrible at estimating. But like <laughs> I said, when uh, I attended the pastor's breakfast this morning at 830, uh, we were done about uh, 945. I came up out on the West Lawn. I would say there were probably a couple of hundred people Uh I would estimate now probably 2,500 uh, at least, and growing rapidly. Uh, you keep talking about the buses. There's another bus that just pulled up, filled with people, streaming off the bus, coming up to the walk. So they are hoping for five to 6,000. Wow. And I, I think that's possible. I think that's possible. So Michael Ganadakis, you have uh... – uh, Lieutenant Governor John Houston, say what you want about Mike DeWine. Mike DeWine and I have had our go-arounds over the past couple of years, but if there is one thing that I think makes him a conservative, it is his position on abortion. Uh, J.D. Vance. You know what? And 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 Mike DeWine has hosted uh, several pastor's events at the governor's mansion just in the last two weeks, talking about this issue, talking about life. And yeah, I've had my issues with Mike DeWine as well, but he has really come out strong uh, in the last several weeks on issue one and on the life movement. And we need to give credit where credit is due. Amen. And, and uh, Bob, we give you credit. Thank you for being down there. Thank you for giving us uh, live feedback of the Ohio right to life March for life at the state Capitol. Uh, we're going to keep uh, you in our prayers. Pleasure. In and Jack, thank you for helping out with Bruce. Thank you so much. We are honored to have you as one of our colleagues in Salem Media of Columbus. Thank you, Bob. Thank you for all that you're doing. And uh, thank you for tuning in. And if you have not yet been down there, get down there. And if you can't get down there, pray for this cause, because it literally is life or death. And it will determine the future of this country through the legacy that we leave with our kids in the next generation. So thanks for tuning in. Hey, we'll be back on the other side of this break to The Bruce Hooley Show, 98.9 FM, The Answer.
Welcome back to the Bruce Hooley Show. I'm Jack Windsor. Thank you for listening to The Answer 98.9 FM. Last segment, we heard from Bob Bernie, who's downtown, marching to bring attention to unborn lives that are literally hanging in the balance. Voters will decide whether Ohio approves late-term abortion for matters of convenience and if Ohioans support the state stepping in and parenting instead of you, the parent, when a kid gets pregnant or wants to act on gender dysphoria and begin gender transitioning. One of the rights you have right now is the right to vote, specifically for school board members who will decide what goes on and what doesn't go on in your school district. And uh, I want to talk to you about not only issue one, it's important to vote, obviously, on issue one, but it's important to also understand that you have school board races on your ballot, potentially. I know that in Olentangy, Big Walnut, I believe Hilliard, other parts of the state, you will decide who is going to steward your kids. Why does that matter, Jack? Why is that as important as issue one? I'll tell you why it's as important as issue one. Because the same radical progressives who put the ballot language together aimed at late-term abortion and cutting you out of your parenting rights, those same forces are at play in our school districts. And in fact, uh, I've got a caller now uh, to 844-TALK-989. It looks like Lad Dilgard in Delaware. And I believe uh, part of the big Walnut School District. Uh, Lad is on the line. Welcome back to the Bruce Hooley Show, Lad. How are you? Hi, Jack. Great to hear from you. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for calling in. Uh, I was just imploring people to make sure they understand not only is issue one important, but in a lot of areas around the state, school board members are going are vying for votes. And uh, you have some of those in, in your area. What can you tell us about the folks running for uh, for school board uh, in your area, lad? We do. We, we have several big races going on up here um, in Delaware County. Uh, we know huge uh, issue one is on the ballot, um, but we didn't want to forget about these board races because they're very important to our children's future. Um, the Delaware County GOP, um, with Sean Parker leading the way and doing a great job there, he's he's um, had some pro-parent conservatives looking for people to run for the school board. <clears throat> I wanted to take them back from the teachers unions and the bureaucrats and kind of move forward with a more pro-parent agenda. Um and you're going to see in all of these races up there, you're going to see some consistent platform points um, that they, these folks are running on. What are those points? Academic Lad? excellence. Yep. Academic excellence, curriculum transparency, fiscal responsibility, keeping politics out of the school, school safety, smart growth plans. And the one that's near and dear to my heart, trades education, investing more in our future welders and construction workers. Yes. And I, got a good example there. Did you know the Big Walnut eliminated their valedictorian and salutatorian awards 10 years ago in kind of a everybody gets a trophy day kind of fit? Um, I mean, the kids that, that would have won that are losing out on thousands of dollars in scholarships because the liberals on the school boards like Steve Fuji at Big Walnut 
Um, they're, they're not really for academic excellence, and they don't really care about trades. But these are the kind of things that conservatives are fighting to fix. We're kind of tired of this equity nonsense. Um, I could I could start going through district by district if you like, and yeah, see, let's tell see you who's running. We've got uh, we've got about three and a half minutes here. Take us through what you deem to be the most important district uh, in 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 the next three minutes. And if we need to bring you back on later in the show, we can do that. Well, I I uh, I'm in Big Walnut, so I'm a little selfishly uh, <laughs> aligned there. My kids go to Big Walnut schools, um, but I, I kind of pretty quick summary of all of our great candidates in in five or six Delaware County school districts. Zach Duffy and Brandon Hogue, that's H-O-G-E, are candidates running against two incumbent liberals at Big Walnut. These guys are right out of central casting for a school board. They're dads, conservatives, they got kids in the districts, both both work in the private sector. These are great guys. The incumbents haven't lifted a finger on trades, but now because our candidates are talking about it, they're they're talking about it. And we, we need to toss the two incumbents coming in or who are there now and get Zach and Brandon on the, on the board at Big Walnut. Buckeye Valley, um, my good friend Donald Dickey is the president of the school board there. He's done a great job. Uh, we got two strong conservatives, Will Wright and Troy Jeffrey, who get our endorsement. There's four people vying for two seats. Troy Jeffrey's an incumbent, 16-year veteran educator, um, pointed to the board last year. He's done a great job. And Will Wright, he didn't invent the airplane, but he's a strong conservative. You'd be proud to have on your school board. Right on. Um, this guy grew up in the country. He likes the traditional education. He wants his kids to get a top-notch education, whether or not just a number. Um, he's an education-first kind of guy, and he wants to get all the indoctrination and leftist agendas out of the schools, which is consistent with all of these candidates. Delaware City Schools, that's a good one. Yep. Um, we got a challenge there getting out uh, my friend zero-COVID Ted Backus, who uh, kept kids remote and wearing masks longer than any district this side of Columbus, who said, we can't let up until kids have 0% risk from COVID. <laughs> that guy did so much damage to kids' lives and learning in Delaware City Schools. And we've got five candidates running for two seats there. Emmett Jarvis, J-A-R-B-I-S, and Janelle Gassaway. Janelle's husband's a Columbus police detective. She's a proud mother, two kids in, the, in uh, Delaware City Schools, a realtor. Um, she's superb. Emmett Jarvis. This guy's an American hero, military veteran. I mean, we're lucky to have guys like Emmett protecting us. He's got this great quote on his page. I don't believe raising taxes is the only solution to the issues facing Delaware City Schools. I'm a firm believer that with critical thinking and solutions can be found that don't that place further burden on taxpayers. Westerville, um, Lad, three candidates run for two. Give us, sure. the, give, give us the two. We've got 30 seconds. Give us the, the two or three names. Through Westerville. Westerville. Diane Jones is who you want to support. Dublin City Schools. Darby Everhart and Kearney Lichen. Great folks. Olin Tangy, Ben Weber. Fourth dis- largest school district in Ohio. Five candidates for two positions. Largest woke district. Veteran. Largest woke district in the state of Ohio. More about them uh, on the other side the, of the break. 